Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today members only exclusive podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 6th of April and this will be the last members podcast before we resume back on Tuesday after the Easter long weekend. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Well, it's coming up to 11 o'clock and the market is pretty much flat, up 0.7 of a point, not percent, 0.7 of a point. We opened at uh, 72.34. We had a high of 72.45 and a low of 72.28, currently 72.38. It does feel as if there's some book squaring going on and maybe some uh, position squaring ahead of the weekend. Of course, on Friday night, uh, for our time, uh, we do get the U.S. Uh, jobs number, the non-farm payrolls coming out, and the number to look for if you are interested over the Easter break, 240,000 new jobs, 3.6% is the headline unemployment rate that we should be looking for. But our market closed Friday and Monday, U.S. markets closed Friday as well. So uh, there won't be much there, and a lot of people taking a very cautious approach heading into the weekend. Certainly with the index at the moment, it is pretty flat. Uh, We do have uh, the banks not doing an awful lot at the moment, although Macquarie is down around half a percent. Uh, The resources at the moment, we have that uh, continuing slide in lithium with uh, Pilbara down 3.6% and Alchem down 3.2%, mineral resources down 2%, and interestingly, Liontown down 2.8%. I say that interestingly, they had a big run up yesterday to $2.66. Now, overnight, Arbomile, which of course is the bidder for this one, was downgraded by Bank of America in the US. Uh, The Bank of American guys talking about the lithium price at the moment and of course they are now suggesting that there are downgrades and guidance downgrades to come in terms of uh, profit for the big lithium producers based on the prices. Now of course that shouldn't really affect the bid for Liontown which is $2.50 in cash but obviously it just focuses investors minds on the risks that are out there at the moment as the lithium price continues to fall and we are seeing Liontown uh, come off around 2.8% today uh, down to $2.58 and a half. Also just looking at the short position there was a whacking great 70 million shares uh, were covered between the day before the bid and uh, a couple of days after on the short side now down to around 130 million shares short so still a quite a considerable short position there. Uh, don't forget though the days uh, the short report does lag behind a number of days. So that position, I suspect, will continue to shrink, although maybe the aggressive move we've seen is uh, is over for now. In other highlights today, the ASX is having a good day today. It has been upgraded. We are seeing gold stocks a little bit flat. That's despite the gold price being above 2000 but not really kicking on. And as I say, maybe some book squaring. Some of them have had some good rises, although we are starting to see a little bit of strength in a couple of them. Evolution and Northern Star slightly better, but generally gold under a little bit of pressure today. And uh, we are seeing the same happening in oil and gas. The oil and price didn't move much overnight down a smidge. 
and as a result we've seen Woodside down 0.4 and Santos down 0.5 of a percent today. Industrials relatively firm, healthcare doing well, CSL up 1.4% today. So that is one of the highlights that's certainly helping our index. And Talga had some good news this morning. Uh, they are up 7.1%. They got some environmental position permissions coming out of Sweden. So that is good for Talga. Uh, the stock did hit two bucks briefly, uh, currently back down a little bit, but uh, it has been a good run for them recently. That is the stock we hold in the small cap portfolio. It's back to 173 cents, $1.73, but it did hit two bucks in a rush of blood to the head. In the strategy portfolio and the ideas portfolio, no changes there. Marcus has left things as they are and has uh, written uh, an article on the boat fund today, one of his most popular articles. Uh, He's put that in the newsletter today. Looking at Henry's take today, talking about gold and not forgetting uh, that uh, gold stocks do tend to have significant leverage to the gold price, which is why people buy them. I have included a chart there from uh, one of the brokers, Canaccord Genuity, on the level of hedging that some of the gold miners have, which is interesting to see because investors do tend to buy gold stocks, gold miners for the leverage to the gold price and hedging hasn't been a major factor. Of course, they can hedge at any time. And there is a small chart there of how the gold miners are hedged, what price they're hedged at. Uh, The gold price in Aussie dollar terms still not really cracking that $3,000 level. The high in gold back in 2020 was around 2,075 US dollars an ounce. And interestingly, this morning, and this is, I suspect, a sign of the times, certainly was a sign with the lithium market, the US commentators, the talking heads on CNBC, have been talking gold, gold, gold. And uh, I remember seeing them on CNBC talking lithium, 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 and how wonderful it was and how the rally would last forever. I think that was around the top of the market for lithium. So as usual, the Americans can be a little late to the party. So there is a a potential there that we may have seen a short-term top, at least in the gold price. But uh, for the time being, it is hanging in. As I say, the gold stocks themselves not really doing an awful lot today. They have had a pretty good week, though. So that probably explains it as people happy to take the money before the four-day break over Easter. Also, a link in my stuff today and Henry's take to the call that Adam Dawes and I did yesterday uh, with some of the uh, oil and gas stocks in focus and uh, some of the smaller specky end of the market in focus as well. We did look at Santos Woodside uh, West Gold, which was an interesting one to look at, Minboss uh, MNB, which is having a relatively okay day today, uh, an interesting phosphate fertilizer project in Angola, uh, set to feed a lot of fertilizer into Africa, and also, of course, on the doorstep of Europe, which makes it doubly attractive in some senses. So that's having a little bit of a blip up today. Uh, maybe it's just a little bit of focus on that one, but it has run relatively hard. It's up 3.2% this morning. And yesterday, too, Red 5 came out with their production numbers, record production for March, 17,550 ounces for March. They did maintain production at around 90 to 105,000 ounces at an all-in sustaining cost, an AISC, 1750 to 1950. They've also got $24 million dollars in cash. Now the stock had a blip up yesterday from around 15, 16 to 18. I've added uh, a small 2% weighting to the small cap portfolio today at 18 cents. There is potential for it to push higher 
Uh, certainly those were relatively good production numbers. It's a shame they didn't actually increase the production guidance or at least increase it slightly or maybe even tighten the range up a little bit. But those all-in sustaining costs are around 1750 to 1950 certainly when you've got the gold price in Aussie dollar terms at 3000 plus or minus. Uh, then that is uh, quite an attractive proposition. And I'm hoping that this one can get a little bit of a wind behind it and push on up to around 24, 25 cents where we have seen it recently. So uh, that one looks interesting. That is the King of the Hill uh, gold project, which we have talked about uh, quite significantly in the past. And it has been part of the small cap portfolio in the past as well. Not much today on the economic docket, but we do have at 11.30, so in not too distant future, The RBA's Financial Stability Review will come out. This is a semi-annual assessment of the financial stability, probably going to be pretty much a focal point for analysts, given what we've seen in the US with SVB and First Republic and, of course, Debit Swiss in Europe. So it's going to be interesting to see how that one pans out. CBA expects details of how the banks are positioned. Uh, given the global instability. And NAB anticipates the central bank to examine payment buffers and cash flow pass-through. So it's going to be an interesting one for banking analysts and economists to pour over that financial stability review, which comes out at 11.30, and we'll have more on that later today in the end-of-day report. Well, that's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. In Henry's Tate today, there are a few suggestions for reading and watching over the Easter break. The members' podcast will be back again on Tuesday. Uh, No podcast tomorrow, obviously, or Monday being Easter Monday. Enjoy your long weekend. Happy Easter. Drive safely. And uh, we'll be back on.